Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, John 7, 17. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is John seven seventeen. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Years ago, I went through an intense doubting period where I felt compelled to research the historicity and credibility of Scripture. I had trusted in Christ for salvation. I belonged to a local church where I served and regularly attended a women's Bible study. I was just learning to base my life on the truths of Scripture when an uncomfortable thought crept into my mind. How do I know that the Bible truly is God's word to us? Well, this led to a year-long, intensive investigation into everything from how all the various books of the Bible became part of one cohesive book, to how various translations came about, and reading various archaeological and historical articles that seemed to confirm events recorded in Scripture. That was a frightening time when I feared I would research myself out of faith, but I also felt deep in the core of my soul that God wouldn't fault me for honestly seeking truth, that he would, in fact, lead me to deeper truth, and he did. He used my questions and my doubts, my wrestling, to deepen my faith and to draw me closer to him. That's always been God's way. Jesus spoke the words in today's verse during the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles while openly in the temple. Now, this was shortly before he declared himself the light of the world, and although we don't know what Jesus taught in the verses preceding, we do know whatever it was left the people amazed. John 7 verse 15 tells us his words left the people surprised because they weren't expecting him, someone who, according to their perspective, was untrained and largely uneducated, to speak with such authority. To which he replied, my message is not my own. It comes from God who sent me, adding the words from today's verse, anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. 
Well, this is true for us as well, which means if we truly want to know how to please God, if we truly want to live in alignment with him under his grace and empowered by his spirit, we'll recognize truth. It'll capture our attention. It'll grab our hearts. Therefore, our deepest questions and doubts can be tools that draw us to deeper faith and greater intimacy with Christ. God made a similar promise in Jeremiah 29, written as an encouragement and a promise to ancient Israel who were living in exile. He told them after their time in exile ended, he would bring them back to their homeland and back to him, stating in verses 11 through 13, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. When we seek God, whenever we seek him, we will find him. The sad truth was that was not what most of the Pharisees wanted. They didn't want a relationship with God. Rather, they wanted to appear as if they did, to present an image of morality while feeding their selfishness and their pride. Although they acted as if they were so full of light and truth, their hearts were darkened by sin. That sin blinded them and drove them from Christ. As Jesus had said chapters earlier when speaking to a religious leader named Nicodemus in John 3 verses 19 to 21, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. As the late Bible scholar Charles Ellicott wrote, the human will to do the divine will is the condition of knowing it. And again, this goes back to our motivation. If we're truly seeking truth, God will lead us to it. And that truth will in turn lead us to him, the one who is truth. He alone holds the answers to our deepest questions, the assurance for our greatest doubts. But we can also see from how the Pharisees responded to Jesus, if we're looking for reasons not to believe, We'll find that too, not because the truth itself is malleable, but rather because we will have already chosen to discount it. Therefore, one of the best ways we can guard our souls against deception and the hard-heartedness of sin is to pray against this, to pray that God keeps our hearts soft towards him, that he protects us from everything false, from every deception, and that he fills our hearts and our minds with truth. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are the way, you are the life, you are the truth, you are the light that lights up our darkness. You always lead us to truth, and your truth always leads us to you. We pray for protection, protect our soul, protect our hearts, protect our mind, protect us from deception, reveal to us places where lies have taken root, and replace those lies with your truth. Surround us with people who are passionately following after you. Draw us to scripture, give us a hunger for the Bible. And every time we go to our Bibles, we know we are encountering you. We are having a personal encounter with our Savior. So draw us there, Lord. Make your word come a light to us and help it to penetrate deep into our soul. Thank you for the gift of scripture that you've given us. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that enables us to understand the truth of your word. It is in your name, our Savior, Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen.
Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day.